This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. what I did and like what I wanted to do 
<laughs> they didn't really take it seriously as much. But now that I'm in L.A., it's kind of just like the usual and the regular. And I love that I'm surrounded by a good group of people and a good group of friends and family. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Um, I wanted to hit on this as well. I know that you're known as a triple threat. You, you act, you you sing, and you model, um, which is something that a lot of people can't do. I mean, a lot of people struggle just to do that one thing, but you do all three. Um, out of the three things, uh, the, the three, I guess, art forms that you, you practice, um, is there one in particular that you like more so than the other? See, it's hard because I love all three of them. But I will say that I could not live without music. It's my it's my air that I breathe. It's uh it's if someone took my guitar away and I couldn't play guitar anymore, I'd be so sad. I couldn't do it. I could not live without it. So it'd be music is just my heart and soul and everything else is so prominent in my life as well and I love it just as much. Right on, right on. I um I love your style. I mean, uh, you're just like, I would say you're a fashionista for sure. Um, Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, tell me, is there, I guess, what inspires you? Is there like a particular thing or a particular person that just has kind of helped to shape who you are as an artist and as a person? When it comes to style, like I said, my mom definitely has influenced my, my stylistic taste. Um, because she went to school for fashion design, uh, she's always dressed so elegantly and beautifully and just had the perfect outfits of me growing up. And I always just wanted to be just like her and have the same style as her. So she's definitely influenced it. And she loves colors, and I love colors. And it really it really helps. We'll go thrift shopping together and find cool pieces and yeah, she's she's a big she's my style icon. I love I love my mom's style. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing like a, like a mother. I mean, you know, mothers truly help to, to foster and help to create and help to bring out the, the good and the wonderful things in us. And it's always just uh, really refreshing to hear somebody talk about, you know, how their mom has really helped to, to mold and to shape them into the person they are today. So that's that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you've been at it for a while. You know, showbiz is no, uh, no I guess, new thing to you um you've been at it since you've been a kid um but do you find that you still get nervous before you perform uh or before you uh sing or before you model when it comes to performing on stage when i'm um doing a musical show it's more of like home to me so being on stage and being able to share what i'm feeling and what i'm thinking and that's more of like where i feel comfortable rather than where i get anxiety from it um, but when it comes to acting and modeling as well, most of that's relatively natural as well. I used to get really anxious when I was acting and doing auditions and stuff, but now I've done it so many times that it's just like a, a regular thing, just like going through the motions, and I love it, but not really anymore. Right on, right on. I, I understand completely. I um, want to jump ahead a little bit. I know that um, you've done uh, quite a bit of work on film. Um, I guess when you're preparing for a new role, um, how do you prepare? Is there a certain ritual that you do, or is there anything that you do, I guess, to kind of immerse yourself in the role that you're playing? 
Well, I think a big part of acting is pulling from your own experiences and then morphing that into what the character would be thinking. So if I'm if I have a character, I always try to find something that I can relate it to in my own life or have a different version of myself almost. Kind of like an ultra alternate reality. Every part that I play is just a, a different version of myself in some other alternate universe. And I just try to channel that as much as possible. It sounds kind of sci-fi-ish now that I'm uh, saying it. But it does, it, but I mean, I, I can relate. I'm a huge fan of sliders and quantum leaps and all that stuff. So, yeah, I completely know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you, your music is wonderful. Um, I, I was wondering, are you currently working on any, any new music projects that you can tell us about? I'm currently in pre-production for um, some future music stuff coming out in the future, hopefully. And I have a few shows coming up. I have a residency at the State Social Health every month. I play there on a Tuesday every month. And I love that. And I have a show with Free Love for the Unstoppable on March 10th. Um, it's promoting music-driven production, raising self-esteem for, for, for girls. And it's just a wonderful foundation. So that's happening, and make sure to visit their site and donate if you want to. And it's a really great cause. I love that. I love that. Yeah, um, there's so much um, that, you know, um, needs to be done, you know, to, I guess, to sow into the lives of young girls um, who will be, you know, the women of the future. Um, a lot of times, you know, young girls are neglected, um, just they're not represented properly in media, and just, you know, and other things, you know, it's like, you know, much has to be done, you know, in terms of just wage equality and so on and so forth. Um, jumping ahead, looking ahead into your legacy, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, um, what's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from the work that you've done? I know that you, you know, in addition to what you just said, you you do quite a bit of work, um, you know, for, you know, nonprofits and such like that. Um, what is the biggest legacy that you want people to get from the work that you've done? Musically, I just want people to be moved by my lyrics and connect with them. And I've always had a, a dream of just being in a big, huge uh, stadium or even just like a, a room full of people who all are singing the lyrics to my own songs and just them having feeling the same emotions that I felt when I wrote the song. That just seems like such a magical thing, and I would love that so much. That's what I want in the future. Legacy-wise, though, I want to empower young girls, of course, and especially in the entertainment industry. It's a a rough place to be uh, for anyone, and especially for females, where there's less of us um, generally in the music industry. And just trying to give the self-esteem to be able to go out there and do what we want to do. I love that. I love that. That's so humbling, you know, what you said. It's just... uh... It really, really is poignant and humble. Um, tell me, what is one thing that you wish you had known, I guess, before you started out uh, just pursuing music and just being in the entertainment industry? If, if you could leave a tidbit, you know, for, you know, that young girl or that teenage girl that's out there listening uh, to this interview and that, you know, aspires to, to do what you do someday, um, what little tidbit or information or pointer would you give to them um, that you wish you had known? Practice. Practice makes perfect, or at least practice makes you better. 
And something, it's very poignant to, if I could tell my younger self something, I would tell my younger self to keep playing piano because I, I stopped playing piano and I only took a few lessons. But if I had kept going through that and kept practicing, I would be in a different place right now. So it's just like, keep practicing, even though it might be tough where you are getting over that leap of a first hump where it is. Once you get past that, you'll be so happy and excited to continue after that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, the practice definitely makes perfect. I mean, when you just think about, you know, the the things that, you know, require repetition, you know, through learning, um, you know, there's just numerous things that do. And so you can have some really, really good things there. Um, I wanted to ask you, what are you mo- uh, looking forward to um, in the months to come? I know that the year is still pretty new. I mean, we're I guess in the middle of February, um, but we still have the rest of this year. And I know that you have so many projects that you, you're working on at any given time. Um, what can our listening audience expect in the months to come from you? Well, I'm always writing new music, and I'm always performing it at shows. So there's constantly new music for me, just being inspired from everything around me. And like I said, um, I have new shows all the time. And so there'll be lots of new shows for people to come join me at throughout the entire year, featuring the Free to Love campaign as well. Um, and I, hopefully I'll, I'll be, because we're in pre-production right now for my um, for some new music, so hopefully I'll be able to see that too. I love it. I love it. And Serena, where can our listening audience find, it, find out more about you and keep abreast of what you're doing? Well, on my social media platforms, it's really simple. It's just my name, Serena Laurel. So if you want to follow me and keep tabs on what I'm doing, you can keep tabs on me all on all the social media platforms. I love it. I love it. And Serena, I'm all out of questions, but I just wanted to thank you again uh, for coming on our show today. And I wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. Um, if you're interested, make sure to look up the hashtag Unstoppable and Free to Love. And if you want to donate, it's on March 10th. And have a wonderful time. And this Tuesday, the 20th, if you want to see me at the State Social House as well, it's a free show, all ages. There's going to be some great artists, so stop by. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Serena. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Guys, that was our special guest, Serena Laurel. She is an actress, a singer, uh, and a model. Um, You can check out uh, her uh, music um, as well as a link to her bio. I will put it in in the body of this post. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We're also available on your iOS device. If you've got an Apple product, whether it be an iPod, iPad, or an iPhone of any kind, you can uh, listen to the show by uh, going to the iTunes store, uh, search iTunes podcast, search for Stitcher Smart Radio. Once you search for that, uh, download the app, search for our show name, Redefining Counterculture. You heard this interview with Serena. We're also available for Android users if you've got an Android phone, Oh, an Android product of any kind, you can go to the Google Play Store, search Google Play Music, again, search for our show name. Lastly, if you've got a Roku player or a Roku smart television, you can actually watch this interview right in the privacy of your own home. We have over 200-plus hours of original content, programming, and interviews offered at charge. From your Roku channel store or your Roku uh, smart television, just go to the uh, channel store, search for our name. Once you search for our name, download the app. Uh, you can hit the app and you can begin streaming uh, our show right in the privacy of your own home.